Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the latest edition. It's episode 83. It's the ENS a Wolves podcast. It is 11.10pm on Saturday night. We could be out on the town, but we decided to come back after a stunning 4-0 win over Young Boys and give a little bit back to the peeps. Tim Spears, how's it going? I don't know what's happened. What's happened to you? You 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 never go on a night out. We went on one last night, and now you want another one. I was tempted with a couple of beverages um, this evening. Yes, I think you've led me astray. It was um, for any of you who don't know. I didn't see um, a couple of the tweets that we had last night. We decided to say, well, it was the first night we've actually had out. To be fair, isn't it? And realistically, we we couldn't have gone out any other night. But um, yeah, we we decided to go into Bull, of which our aim was to come back by midnight because we had a long day today. What time did we get back in, Tim? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I know you don't remember. Incredible <laughs> scenes. Um, yeah, I, I, unus- unusually for me, I set, I, set a, I set a curfew of midnight. You did, yeah. And I was like, mate, we've got to be back by midnight. Yeah. We've got a long day tomorrow. Match, yeah. match, poddy. You did, you was very serious to Shenanigans. And then, I don't, I don't know what happened. Well, we well, were... well I do. We, we got invited to the Montreux Jazz Festival. Yes, we did, yes. Which is the least jazzy festival you've ever seen in your life. There's no jazz. There's zero jazz. I didn't see a trumpet all night. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, but it's absolutely banging. It was. Absolutely stunning. I mean, I mean, it's difficult to describe, but obviously it's on, on Lake Geneva. It's kind of like, a, what I would say, a mile of... Clubs, pubs, carnage. bars, yeah, literally carnage. It's, it's it's a street festival, but all the bars are open till um, ridiculous o'clock. Yeah, but they're but as in they're all open, so you can just you can walk in and out of all of them. You can walk into a bar, buy a beer, yeah, walk out onto the street, walk around with it, walk into another bar with the same cup, um, get that topped up. Food vendors everywhere, booze everywhere, yeah, people falling over everywhere, yeah. But but nice atmosphere. There's no there's no who no idiots around. no idiots. There was, there was no wolves fans. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't dare say it. But you I went can with say it. it. I, I used to be one slash am one. It's okay. fine. Okay. Uh, so it was um, it was brilliant. It and, was... Yeah, and yeah, we were out till six six. <laughs> oh goodness me! I think we got to bed about half past six this morning. Um, yeah, that was that's as late as I've been out since Vegas. Vegas when I was like four or five years ago. Five really? Years. Yeah, yeah. Never ever done that before. Oh, ever. Nathan. I know, I know. To be fair, to get lost halfway through the night. You did get lost, and you, uh, Judah. <laughs> I was. Um, we went out with the with the Wolves media guys as well, and I, I went for um, a late night bottle of wine with with one of the lads. Mix mix your drinks more, by the way. And oh my god. Wow. Yeah, I nearly, yeah, I nearly hurled. Um, and then Judah texts me frant- frantically saying, I've got 1% left. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Never a great text. Literally, if your phone had died then, I don't know what we'd have done. No, I don't know what we'd have done. Because no. you haven't got my number anywhere. No. I had the house key. Yeah. We were half an hour from home. Um, yeah. And when you say half an hour from home, you think, oh, it's not too bad. 20 quid in a cab. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was 100 Franks. 100 Swiss francs to get yeah. for a half an hour journey, which was gross. So 200 Swiss franc round trip. It was a great. It was a great night. I really enjoyed it. Nice to let off steam. And yeah. um, I just can't believe how drunk we got from those um, sambuca shots. Yeah, sambucas kind of killed you, didn't they? Yes, they killed me. What are you, what are you talking about? What are you looking at me like that for? 
<laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I took my are you, well. are, are, you, are you going to fess up here or do I have, do I have to do it for I, you? I, I had Sambuca. Right, I got okay. The well, you're not going to fess up here. So I went to the bar with Judah. There's, what, seven of us out. Yeah. Um, bought seven shots of Sambuca. Yeah. What is your idea? Actually, you said vodka originally. I don't know what came over you. You were like, let's get shots let's in. Let's get some shots in. Seven yeah. shots of vodka, you said. I was well, like, we, no. we owed a few of the boys from uh, Middlesbrough night out when they got the shots yeah. in and we had yeah, to yeah. go home. Seven, seven, seven shots. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how you were at the time. Seven, shots of, la- seven shots of lager, says Judah. I'm like, Judah, if I do vodka, I'm going to hurl on the spot. Yeah. Um, I'll, I can do Sambuca, that's fine. Judah then orders six shots of Sambuca. And one shot of water. Water? Right. Now, I was I was thinking, is this some kind of like fun drinking game where we all have to... Because there are drinking games like that where you have to down your clear shot. Yeah. And fa- and, and, and either fake or pretend that it's Sambuca uh, or, or water. Oh, I like that game. And then the other person in the group has to guess from your reaction what it was. Yeah. And if they get it wrong, they have to down a proper shot. Oh, etc. Like et it's quite a decent game. Well, yeah, that's what I thought was what we were doing. Oh, okay. But no, no, no. You you wanted to join in. This is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a true story. Judah wanted to join in with the lads having a shot. Lads, 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 lads. Except his shot was water, of course. <laughs> he begs me not to tell anyone else. So I didn't. I didn't tell anyone. I'm telling a few people now. I tell a few thousand now. <laughs> but I didn't, didn't tell the group at the time. Honestly, mate. I what? Mean, what? What lengths will you go to, to to join in? Well, I was I I just wanted to be part part oh, of something. It's quite sweet, really. It's I don't want to I don't want to be the guy who's not going to do a shot, but I wanted to you know get involved and you know, spread <laughs> the you love. You were the guy that didn't do a shot. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, fa- thankfully I found him at one percent left. You were in a bar with um with a couple of peeps kicking around with a bottle, and, you, and yeah, you weren't in a good state. Um, and I could tell on the way home that you were struggling to. I thought we'd have to stop to be when, I, I was I was gone, but I do remember everything. When I was singing, it's coming home at <laughs> six in the morning. It's Urinome. Near, 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 near by where we were living. I think I woke, woke a few people up. Not, <laughs> not, not great. Anyway, it's all good fun. It was. It was. It was good fun. And so, thankfully, we didn't have to go to training this morning. Otherwise, that would have been a game over scenario. But um, yeah, we were up. We were up pretty late morning um, and uh, gone to see the boys win four 0 It was superb. Yeah, yeah. What well, I I thought they were going to lose today, um, but they've proved me wrong massively and made me look like an idiot. An idiot. Because they spanked young boys, the Swiss champions. Young man. Um, the Swiss champions by fifteen points last year. Goodness me! Not only that, they're a week away from the defence of their title, so they're in far better shape physically than Wolves in theory. Yeah. Preparations are much further down the line. Um, they'd be. Um, Final three nil in midweek. They fielded their first team, and and as you beautifully put on the video, it was it was men against young boys. Mm, it was, and it could have been six or seven. You know that we they, they missed two more one on ones. Yeah, um, and it was comfortable. It was so so comfortable. It was a rout. I'm very impressed. Very impressed that that they've hit a certain level of performance already with lots of intricate play in the final third. Great movement. Great yeah. rhythm from the team. They look organised. Um, the the three four three is down to a T. You know th- this is how they're, they're already a massive step up from where they were a year ago in terms of preparations. Because a, I think they're a lot fitter than they were. Yeah. Because they've had this summer of of hard running in the off season. You know they've come back fit. They're not catching up. Yeah. Because they've been worked hard over the summer. Sure. Sure. Um, and then in terms of the three four three and the organisation, they've they've got it down to second nature already. They were still learning it this time last year, but they, they've got it down to, to to second nature. So so now they can kind of hone it and and whatever and prepare for the rest of the season. But they're in a great place already, and there's still still four weeks to go. So what were were they that good today, or were young boys that bad? 
Because um, I didn't think much to them, to be honest. Not taking anything away from Wolves, but at the same time, goodness me, I mean, they didn't offer anything. It's a bit of both, but they're quality players. I mean, Suleiman is, is, is a quality player. Played for Ajax for a few years, Serbian winger. Um, and yeah, you just look at the fact that they've um, absolutely smashed the Swiss League last year. It's not like Everton turning up and beating, what's the name, 22-0 today. Yeah, Do you know well, what I mean? That must be an absolute joke. I can't believe they kept the players on for that long. The fact that, that's, that you know, young boys are two games from the Champions League group stage. Yeah. And, and, and Basel, you'd expect them to probably make the group stages like they do most years as well. So this, this, this is a good opposite. These are, these are mid-table Premier League opposition, really. Mm. It's probably mm. the kind of standard you're looking at. Mm. So, you know, if Wolves had turned up and beat and thumped Leicester 4-0 today, yeah. then everyone would be like, bloody hell. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's very impressive. I think it's quite a spectacular result, actually. You say spectacular? I, I think because young boys aren't as well-known... They're not. They're not like. They're not like Ajax. Yeah. 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 Or you know, um, Olympiacos or whatever. They're not as well known a European mm. team. Mm. Just trying to think of equivalents, really equivalent mm. standard. But the, like I said, the fact they smashed the Swiss league last year yeah. shows you they've got a really decent team. So for Wolves to Wolves to turn them over is yeah, really impressive. Very impressive. Very very impressive result. Uh, very impressive after trophy ceremony. <laughs> Bizarre. It was I bizarre. mean, I've never seen anything quite like well, I have in a in a in a Champions League final or an FA Cup final, but goodness me, I mean, it was it was pretty cringeworthy. Did you think so? I, th- I thought it was hilarious. Well, <laughs> I know you were talking. You were taking pictures of all sorts. Oh god, we'll talk, we'll talk about abuse of the week in a bit anyway later on. Um, yeah, no, yeah. This, I mean, this um, quite this a, quite a quaint setting we were today. It's not where we were in midweek at a, a five thousand all seater. Mm four-sided stadium arena rather in midweek you know this was ramshackle running track wooden stand one one main stand which is wooden everyone's quite far from the pitch there's beams everywhere you can't see the pitch properly and then up into the stand at the end of the game come the wolves players all all 23 of them yeah to lift to lift the trophy um yeah huge trophy absolutely massive trophy but yeah no it's, it's great it's great to win two games confidence boost get a little trophy um, it's been the perfect week. It's been a fantastic week. I don't think, you know, the, the pre-seasons I've covered, so France, Ireland, Austria and here, this is by far the best yeah. and the most successful um, in terms of, yeah, facilities, training facilities, the hotel, the matches, the standard of opposition. It's definitely the fitness, level the fitness levels. Everything's gone very well and full credit to Nuno and his backroom team mm. and to Fosun as well for, for putting it all together. Um, and the fans were superb as well. Plenty of them today. Yes. In the sun. Yes. Well oiled. Yeah, smashed. Uh, a few of them were very happy that when the players came across at the end of the game, they didn't go right up to them with the trophy and stuff. But it's difficult into these days with policing and stuff. You know what I mean? It's, uh, sometimes you've got to be a little bit careful. I know there were a few of them who were trying to get over the barriers and stuff. I mean, it's, it's sometimes difficult. They only do what they're told, basically. I didn't really notice. Is yeah. it really a problem, is it? I don't know. I mean, it's, only, it's, only, it's not like it's the FA Cup, is it? Let's be honest. No, no. I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. We had this at the end of last season when they didn't celebrate their title win properly. Yeah. Like, no, the fans get great access um, in pre-season, so yeah, it's all good. And then, uh, and then we took a step. Went to go and have some fondue in oh, Gruyere. Yeah. Oh, world class! Oh, oh, Gruyere, the cheese. I mean, we've stayed here. Well, I say, say this. It's like, it's like on the outskirts of Gruyere for the whole week, and it's been lovely. Um, apart from um, apart from the flies, but um, apart from that, it's been a lovely little lovely little house for us. And uh, we hadn't really had a had a fondue, and it would have been folly of us to not have a go before we left tomorrow morning. So 
Um, we went up to the right up to the beautiful t- I don't know, it's town or a village of Gruyere, right on a beautiful like hill, and uh, it was like going back in time, really, absolutely stunning. And the food was, I mean, that was literally liquid cheese gold. Uh, if anyone's if anyone's got a few thousand pounds spare, I'd recommend a holiday in Switzerland. Yeah, for, for, that probably lasts you about two days. Yeah, I mean, it's the most expensive country I've ever been in. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's absolutely ridiculous. The only mm. thing that isn't expensive is fruit. Yeah. which is quite cheap and cigarettes apparently um, it's um, it's it's ridiculous yeah. it's, it's the prices are obscene what why is it why do you think it's so expensive here I don't know is, is that is that we're we getting into that on this podcast are we well no I'm just saying I don't know why this must be the tax thing it must be because they have to pay much tax so that they can ramp the prices up a little bit more but it is cray cray it is very expensive yeah but it's stunning it's absolutely beautiful Lake Geneva it's, it's gorgeous all the towns around here very picturesque, the mountains, the weather's great, people are lovely. Very nice country. Yeah, very, very good. Right, okay. Well, what bloody language are you going to speak, Switzerland? Is oh, get, get, honestly, honestly, make your mind up. We're here in like a French-speaking area. Yeah. We went half an hour to Bern for the yeah. match today. They're all bloody German. Yeah. The signs are German, and they're here, they're French. What's going on, man? I don't know. Sort then, yourself yeah. out, Switzerland. Yeah, and they don't, not many speak English, really, do they? No. No. You well, use well, German... You, you, you certainly don't speak bloody any other language but English. Well, you spoke Spanish the other night. I did speak Spanish Which we were trying to find a taxi in the street. Una taxi, por favor. Two goes up to these guys. Taxi? Taxi? <laughs> they were like, uh, yeah, just pointed us in the right direction. He was like, oh, gracias, gracias. <laughs> Bloody hell, man. Can't take you anywhere. Oh, right, okay. Um, right, like I say, we've got a late night podcast. So it's not going to be super, super long, but we have got plenty of questions, as you would expect. Um, should we get straight on with them, Tim? Then we'll do a little bit of review review of the tour later on. Okay. With who's impressed you? Um, but I thought we'll get some questions in. Right, I'm going to go straight to the nitty gritty. Okay, there's two names that I keep coming up with a lot of people. We've heard about both of them this week. Um, one of them that a lot of people are saying Wolves are imminently ready to make a loan move, move for is that Jean Mario, and also a certain England player, Manchester United striker Marcus Rashford. So Mario. And Rashford, where are we with both, Tim? Uh, I don't think there's anything in either, sorry. No. To be the man who brings the bad news, as usual. But, yeah. Uh, no. It's not happening. I mean, people... No, the, 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 the Rashford one's been spreading around like wildfire on yeah. Twitter and speaking to fans and stuff. But um, I spoke to someone senior at Wolves uh, to see if there was anything in it. And um, they started off by laughing in response. And then they asked me what I was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the yeah Jamar, I'm, I'm, uh, it seems he's he's available, um, but obviously he's he's one he's a very easy player to link with Wolves, and I'm just yeah um, told there's nothing in it, so sorry. Um, I, I gather Wolves aren't close to signing anyone at the moment. The Zinchenko thing's gone cold. A um, few clubs in for him. Fulham and Newcastle are supposed to be interested as well, mm-hmm. um, and of course he may stay at Man City. I think he's going to speak to Pep Guardiola about his future. So that one's kind of gone quiet as well, really. So unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately not close to anybody, but. The squad's in good shape, I think. You know, they've signed six six players this summer, four lone players, and and mm-hmm. um, Patricio and Jimenez. You know, you, you look at what Wolves have done this week, and then you know, well, today even, you know, big young boys four 0 They didn't have Jota, they didn't have Douglas, they didn't yeah. have Patricio, they didn't have Jimenez. They will bring players in. There's still four weeks to go, um, and I, I think pe- people that people are starting to panic because they haven't signed players. And yeah. yes, there are holes in the squad that need filling, but the amount of people last season neutrals who said this Wolves team can finish in the top 10 in the Premier League. That's the championship team that they had. The only the two they've lost from there are Unjai 
and a phobie. Yeah. Um, has been replaced by Jimenez. Yeah. Um, Jai, yes, there's a hole in central midfield that, that, that definitely is filling. But you look at Morgan Gibbs White, I know we're going to talk about it in a bit, completely stepping up to the plate. So the, the the main concern for me is squad depth. And if they had a couple of injuries last season, it might it might have things might have turned out slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But like I said, people are panicking, but really you look at the team from last season, it's good enough to stay up, and they've already made two high class international additions. Yeah. So with a couple more to follow, they'll be in good shape, and I'm sure that'll happen sooner rather than later. Sophia Goldsmith, uh, big fan of the poddy. Good to see you uh, last week. Uh, do you think Rafa Mir can push for a first team place? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Just judging on because there's so many players ahead of him in, in the pecking order, mm. he's kind of played right right wing forward this week. They've had um, Benny Ashley Seals been the been the main striker for like the second team. Because second team got the half an hour, <coughs> half an hour run out tonight. In midweek they did two forty-five minute teams. Tonight they made two changes at half time, and then the rest came on on sixty-three minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. So Mir, yeah, he's 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 just got too much competition to get in there. You know, ahead of him in the pecking order, you've got Jota, Costa, Cavalero, Bonatini, Jimenez, and probably Brighton and Bakari as well. So I don't see him getting near that first. And that's team. without maybe maybe someone in someone. That's without in. further additions, yeah. So, um, but he's done very well. Done very well. Yeah, fair play. Couldn't have done any more this week, that's for sure. So it's just good to see because I, I suspect he's had quite a difficult first few months in English football. You know, he came in and played four matches, did okay in a couple of them, but it certainly didn't look like being ready to make an impact in the championship. And then we didn't see him again. He wasn't even on the bench really for the last <laughs> two three months of the season. So I bet he, I bet he wasn't having a great time and kind of wondering what's going to happen and. Mm. So, you know, good for him. He uh, made a contribution, scored two goals. That's That's been a successful week. Um, Steve Phipps asks, rate this trophy out of 10. I have to give it to you. What? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 out of 10. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have to go through the um, Tim's Twitter timeline to see what picture we were discussing? Well, basically, uh, there's not there's not a huge amount of abuse from this, but I'll talk about it now anyway. Uh, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Where they did this trophy presentation in the stand was, was right in front of the media area. Yeah. So I was sat there just finishing my match report and yeah. these um, two ladies bring up the trophy yeah. into the stand. Um, and there it is, this, this huge trophy. And, and the they, trophy, yeah. And they just um, they just place it down. Yeah. And then I was like, I've got to get a picture of this, this huge trophy. The trophy. And then obviously these, these, these attractive blonde ladies are, are stood right there. And I, I couldn't ask them to move out of the way, could I? Oh, you could have moved them to one side, Tim. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. So I just just took a picture of the trophy, and there, you know, this this woman's uh, derriere is <laughs> <laughs> uh, right there on the picture, and everybody's giving me so much grief for posting it. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. If yeah, if you want to have a bit of a laugh, uh, dig out the tweet from earlier today and have a look at the replies. There's about a hundred people calling me a pervert. <laughs> But it wasn't honestly including what, your girlfriend. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh God, I don't think she's seen it yet. Oh, it was, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> it wasn't intended like that at all. They just happened to be there. If it was too blunt. Oh, you knew what you were doing, man. No, I didn't. No. Oh, don't give no, me that rot. No, I knew. I knew. I knew it'd get the reaction that it did. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you knew what you were doing. But I wasn't going to not post it because if it was two blokes there with the yeah. trophy, I still would have posted it. No problem. Just because mm. it's two women. Oh, mm. I can't post that because because there's a there's a woman wearing tight trousers. So in the you're picture. sexist, then, Tim. Is that what you're trying to say? No, but, no, I'm not. I'm saying the opposite. So I'm saying I'm not going to. Not post it. I think I think I got away with it. <laughs> really? No. No, not at all. Oh, dear, good bunch. No, I enjoyed it. Um, Tony Hill in Cathro, three-year contract at Wolves. What does he bring? Ah, I've replied to this gentleman. 
Um, I interviewed Ian Castro the other day, a very interesting interview, in-depth, kind of sit-down chat, which I've got to say, um, happy to name drop, Max Fitzgerald, Wolves media boss, who's organised a plethora of interviews for me this week, all kind of one-on-ones, kind of sit-down, mostly, you know, relaxed, with, uh, yeah, about 11, 12 players, um, Ian Cathro as well. So, yeah, I spoke to him for at length on, on Friday afternoon um, about about him, you know, why he's here at Wolves, how the opportunity came up, his relationship with Nuno, you know, which goes, dates back years, years and years and years, to 2009, I think, was mm. when they first met on the um, on a on a coaching course in Scotland. And then Ian Cathro was with Nuno at Rio Ave and Valencia, um, not at Porto, because he went off and uh, he's ended up managing Hearts, which didn't go very well at all. Um, and now he's back, um, back, back with the boys. You know, he knows the backroom team very well. So he, he's he's the he's the the fifth beetle, as yeah. it were. You know, he's yeah. he's part of this backroom team traditionally. So he's he's slotted straight in. Um, he's got some very good forward thinking, modern ideas on, on the game. Um, and yeah, very very astute and, and studious man. Interesting to chat to. He's only 30, I think thirty two or thirty three. And you must crazy, respect but... him highly to bring him into to, to this scenario as well. Yeah, definitely. I think most people were expecting him to perhaps come in last summer, but um, it didn't happen for whatever reason. So, but he's here now. Like I said, settled straight in, and yeah. uh, he'll he'll be a good addition. So yeah, that'll be published um, next week sometime. So hopefully you enjoy reading that, people. Sean Mitchell, what was the stain on Judah's shirt? Ah. Well, yeah. What was it? I don't know. It's some sort of. I was. Oh, so, so, so Judah, Judah went off to interview the fans after yeah. the match, yeah. uh, wearing a nice little shirt. Yeah. Uh, and then he came back um, wearing a fancast T-shirt. Yes. So what happened in the middle? In the middle there. So I was interviewing the fans, and and who your friend who I was interviewed who was a very good, very good interviewee. Chris Hughes. I've just Chris, I've just watched it. Very good. Chris Hughes um, came up and um, tapped me on the shoulder and said, "What have you been doing? What, what's what's on your shirt? What's staying?" I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe a bit of dirt or something like that. And he goes, no, what's on your shirt? It's a huge yellow stain. I'm like, what? So I go back to the um, the press box and look at it. And it's this, it's this terrible yellow gunk that's on that. I think it's some sort of varnish that's rubbed off from the wooden seats that were in in the stand. Because otherwise, I don't know whether some dogs kind of urinate on me during the game or something like that. But it was pretty pretty terrible, to be fair. So now it's packed up, washed and ready. Well, I say it's not washed. It's getting ready for the missus to put it in the wash when I get back home. So it's a mystery. I'm, I have absolutely no idea. To be fair, Daniel Hounslow, uh, which Coronation Danny Street, boy. which Coronation Street duo do you uh, both think you're alike? My opinion is Jack and Vera. Uh, what other duos are there in Coronation Street? Uh, well, you must know duos. Ch- over the Chesney years. the dog and what's his name? The little ginger kid. Uh, he's dead, isn't he? Now, Chesney, Chesney, who's Chesney's dead? Chesney's the Chesney's the the kid. Yeah, the dog's dead. Is it? Uh, the dog's dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, <laughs> unless you're twenty years behind. I've got to watch the box set, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> You're still watching Friends season two on Netflix, and that's all the other night. Right, I'm not Tommy from the Island Islands. <laughs> Tommy, where Tommy, are you? Tommy, where are you? Tommy. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, know any more duos on there. To be honest, um, probably probably more Billy and Todd. I would I would say Tim. Uh, Billy and Billy and Todd. Uh, People who watch Coronation Street on there, they'll find that they'll, fi- they'll find that amusing. We're Burton Ernie all day long. I'm not yeah, really funny. Burton Ernie based. Burton uh, James Stibbs. If Nevis picks up a serious injury in week one of oh, the new no. season, death. What's plan B? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Apocalypse now. Stop it. I think it's a fair question. It's very fair. If Nevis picks up a serious injury in week one of the new season, what's plan B? And I tell you what, uh, if they don't sign anyone, a central midfielder, I think they're up, you know, 
Something right, Creek. Okay. Well, they won't. They'll they'll sign a central midfielder. Right, they have to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you could say that about. He, he's Wolves' best player. He's he's their standout player, and they they um the team goes around him. You could say that for a lot of teams. If if Harry Kane got injured for a season, what the hell would Spurs do next year? Yeah. So yeah, no that 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 would be terrible, and it would be a massive freak occurrence, and they'd be in a bit of trouble. But it's. It's it's the same for most teams. Star player. If if you took Eden Hazard out of the Chelsea team last year, mm-hmm. you know, on and on it goes. Every single team. I'm I'm kind of out of domestic mindset, so I can't really think of many. To, to, I'm, in, I'm in the England mindset. Do you know what I mean? Though. Yeah. Um, if you took Kearney out of Fulham or whatever. So um, yeah, they have, they haven't got a specific backup at the moment. Pedro Gonçalves looks very good this week. He's certainly in the Neves mould, but whether he's ready age 20, I don't know. No, he can't, he can't throw into a Premier League game, man. Well, he's the same age as Neves, but it's whether he can make the step up. You'd say not, judging from the fact that he didn't get anyone in the first team last year. But um, yeah, Jack Price was always the obvious backup to Neves, wasn't he, before yeah. they sold him. Saison and Jai didn't really no. um, the, the, kind no. of dominate midfield as a pair together. So yeah, they'll have to bring somebody in, and they're well aware of that. They're well aware of that. Uh, Espirito Patricio asks, what is the rumour this summer that has made you laugh the most, excluding the obvious Ronaldo? Um, Which is the craziest name that you've heard that you think, please, absolute jokesville. Oh, I did laugh when the Taliska stuff came up again. That was pretty funny. Mm. Uh, who else was there? Oh, well, Marcus Rashford, I did laugh at that. I did laugh at that. But we had to check it out. Yeah. But pretty crazy. I no. mean, this kid's playing for England and he's probably going to be in Manchester United at least, you know, in the first team picture every single game. Maybe not starter, <clears> but still. Yeah, and if he goes out on loan, it's not going to be to Wolves, is it? No, absolutely not. No, that, what they wanted made me laugh. I mean, good, I'll, t- I'll take him though. Yeah. Um, rough prediction um, of position end of the next season, Ewan. Uh, yeah, we've had this for weeks and weeks. Well, um, you see, you've, you've had a good good week now of pre-season. You might have changed your, your no. I'm still I'm lowly I'm, opinions. I'm still thinking um, mid to lower mid to, mid table. So you know somewhere yeah. like 12, 13, 14, that kind of area, yeah. which would be a ve- which would be a very successful season, I think. All right, good stuff. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, Carl asked, and I don't think we discussed this actually. How were your summers, gents? Very nice of Carl to hey. ask. How how was your summer, Tim? Oh, bloody brilliant. What did you get up to? Uh, I, I jam-packed my weekends with activities. Did you? I did some pretty much every weekend. Went to went to Cotswolds for a weekend. Went Very to, nice. Where about the Cotswolds? Uh, Tewkesbury area. Oh, never been there. Yeah, nice. Is it? Nice little free hotel. Um, uh, free, how did you get a freebie? Wolf banter. Do a... Tr- do Club, a, Club Med. Well, we got a, we got a travel feature in the Express Star. We do. Um, don't, let, don't tell people we get freebies, Tim. People are going to get more and more annoyed. Uh, yeah, well, where else did I go? Went to Devon. That was good. Yeah. Went to um Devon was beautiful. Went to London a few times, a few gigs. Oh nice. Saw Rolling Stones. Yeah. Uh Queens of Stone Age and uh, Foo Fighters. They were bloody brilliant. All of them. I couldn't name what, you what, one what can song, I remember? One song between uh, any of them have, have made. <laughs> I couldn't I was really disappointed myself and wait, waiting for a while to see Queens of Stone Age and I got absolutely off my oh, face. No. But it was thirty degree Smack. weather thirty degree weather. Uh, I had two bottles of rosé wine and mm. five, eight percent ciders. 
eight percent. Is and that didn't eat very much food? And oh god, I just don't so you remember. Can't remember the concert. I don't really remember most. I remember half of it. I looked at the set list the next day. I was like, oh, I don't remember playing that. Oh mate. I know. Really disappointed in myself. And then when we turned up in bloody um, Switzerland, they're playing twenty minutes down the road. They played the Montreux Jazz Festival last week. Yeah, it's not a jazz festival. No, it's not a jazz <laughs> festival. They've had like Jack White, Jamiroquai. Uh, oh, and Jamiroquai. Deeper Underground, good running song. Are you going to sing it there? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> start <a> Godzilla. <clears throat> great, great start. Yeah. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> right. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, I went to Greece with the missus. I went nice. to Santorini. It was very, very nice. I went there for a week. Um, apparently Mr. Steam was staying in the same hotel as me, but never... Never expressed an interest or said hello, uh, but I didn't see him the whole time. I think he was ducking and diving me, which, to be fair, is probably the best thing to do. Which is, but it was nice, nice place. I think Bali was there as well. Bali, 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 Bali. He was, um, he was there the week before me, so we had a lovely time there. And then I got, I got three nights, um, three nights chill out on my own to go to um, Toronto to watch some baseball. Oh yeah, and a little bit of wrestling. A few home ago. runs were there. There were a few home runs on few, the Friday night. Few, the Washington few, National. Few strikes were there. There were the, few, few. Yes, there were. Yes, quite. Well, I don't know anything about baseball. Mm, okay, it's poor by you. It's basically, it's basically. Mm, I, I mean, I prefer it to American football. I know a lot of people won't, but you know, I, I like it. I like it. But I like cricket, don't I? So cricket, baseball is kind of similar. It's I don't like. I don't cricket. like. I don't like cricket. You do like cricket. You I love it. Ah, there you hey, go. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Dan Preston, when it comes to hangovers, when it comes to hangovers, yep. is Tim a sicky morning mess or a clammy seal-like man the following day? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, question, question. Uh, I mean, they tend to vary. I haven't thrown up in a while. You said you were close last night. I was close last night. What am I like? Um, I tend not to get dizzy and headaches much anymore. Mm. Just tend to, it tends to last longer, though. I say they're not as bad as when I was younger. When I was yeah. younger, I used to throw up, feel ill all day yeah. now I don't really feel ill I just feel very tired and lethargic but for quite a long time and your productivity is disappointing is it low the next day very low back in the day you, yeah. yeah you feel sick you feel ill you get out of your system you go back out again well, straight on it and you do two three nights in a row or whatever no, uni. but now no. I can't really yeah I can't really do that as much now uh, it's a good question from, from, from Zach <laughs> thanks Dan Zach. Uh, could Wolves be rushed into any non-essential signings with this 74 page document from Sporting demanding Wolves be banned from using the transfer window for the next two times it's open. No. No, I, they're, they're not going to be banned. They're not going to be banned. They're not, are they? They're not. If anyone's going to be banned, it's Rui Patricio. Because this, I mean, this crazy... We talked about it on the last podcast, didn't we? This, this document. Yeah, you, you definitely touched on that, yeah. This crazy 63-page document... Um, from Sporting's lawyers outlining aiming several allegations at Wolves at, at George Mendes and at Rui Patricio I mean the issue of it is was Patricio allowed to cancel his own contract Yeah. now we don't know because we don't know what was in that contract you know you need to read it and see what the small print was and see if there's justification for him basically resigning Um. But he effectively made himself a free agent yeah. and, and Wolves signed him. So I'm not sure Wolves have done too much wrong. But Sporting alleged that Wolves lured him away from his contract mm. and, and that um, Wolves saw an opportunity to get a, get a player on a free and Wolves encouraged him to 
to um, release himself from his contract. Now, they posted no evidence with this allegation in this 63-page legal document. No evidence whatsoever. So I'd be surprised if, if Wolves were punished. Wolves will have to pay for him, I think. I think that you know, a lot of money. I think it'd come down to some kind of tribunal situation. Yeah. It's not going to be a world record goalkeeper fee, which is what which is what Sporting want. Yeah, but they're just saying that just to try and get the, the you know the the final. Yeah, fee of course, fifty four million euros is what yeah. they asked for. The, 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 I, I can force. I mean, I'm I'm no expert to be honest on on FIFA law, um, <laughs> but I, I could envisage a situation perhaps where FIFA say. Patricio, you're not allowed to play mm. until this is sorted out. I could envisage that. Happening. You can. I, I'd advise John Ruddy to go nowhere, to be honest, at no. this point. No. I, I, I could perhaps envisage that kind of situation. But that, that, it's it's going to run and run, and it's very messy already. But at this moment in time, with Rui Patricio expected to be at Compton on Monday, he is free to play for Wolves until he's told otherwise, correct? Uh, I gather he's received international clearance. Um, he's a Wolves player. He signed a Wolves con- a contract with Wolves to play football for Wolves. Did you hear and, that? Did you hear that troll? He has received international clearance. There's and, one um, troll who's horrendous. Com- uh, says he hasn't inter- received international clearance. I mean, I'll double check it. Trolling but I, Wolves. I, I, I believe they has. Um, so anyway, um, so he, yeah, he's free to play unless told otherwise. And okay. at the moment, he hasn't been told otherwise. Andy Bagley, um, what the hell is happening with Jordan Graham? Links with Wigan. How grim. Yeah. I mean, he's got no yeah. future. No, I mean, you know, the man's a winger. Um, you wouldn't call him a forward, and so, so there's no there's no place for him in the team. It's yeah. the same with Ben Marshall. Ben Marshall, a very good player, doesn't fit into three four three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Nuno couldn't find a place for him. So it's, it's same with Jordan Graham. He's um, he's a wide winger. He's a he's a a touchline hugging winger. And a very good one, I think. When, um, he's, when he's on form, absolutely. The, the potential to be, and he's very rarely not been in form when he's played for Wolves. He's always delivered a, delivered the goods, delivered assists, delivered quality. Certainly question marks over his attitude from previous managers. Um, whether Nuno thinks the same, uh, you'd have to say the fact that he hasn't played him would suggest perhaps so. I mean, he had this, this bizarre spell at Fulham last year where he just didn't get a kick and then he came back to Wolves and he didn't get a kick. So he, he needs to move on. He needs got to be playing games at this stage of his career. He's barely played football really in yeah. his career I think he's, he's, he must have only started about 20 or 30 games at most so he's got to rectify that sooner rather than later or he'll, he'll just be a wasted talent um, Graham Cope asks what is the biggest news Tim that you knew was happening at Wolves that you had to keep quiet about that was later announced oh, that's a tough one mm. I'm putting on the spot there to be fair mm. That is a tough one. I'll let you come back to it. I'll let you come back to it. We'll try and answer it during the the rest of the um, the rest of the podcast. Uh, Luke Berriton asks, "Do you think that Bonatini can go on a scoring run after his goal today?" Uh, I hope so. I hope so. He looks um, he looks like Bonatini again. He to looked, me. Yeah, he did. He looked fresher, um, didn't he? I was literally he just liked at, playing with Costa and Cav. Just as just as he was scoring, I was replying to someone on Twitter who asked how he was doing. I said, "Look, his link-up play is good. He's getting in good positions. He just needs a goal." Mm. And then he got his goal. But he was playing well anyway. He, he did all right on Tuesday night. He set up one of the goals tonight, this afternoon rather, Cavalera's opener. So he looks he looks more like the Bonatini that we know because he just wasn't contributing at all in the second half of last season. A with goals and B with 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 end product in the supply line and creativity, which just wasn't there. Yeah. But he's starting to look like his old self. Wolves have shown faith in him by signing him, and that that'll be that'll make him feel more assured. Because I bet he was wondering what was going to be happening to him at the end of last season. Well, you, you know. said that he didn't know, did he? We no, he didn't know over the summer, but certainly during the season as well. That would have been playing on his mind. I would have thought as well. And his body language towards the end it was just tough, wasn't it? Honestly, if if Wolves get the Bonatini that scored twelve goals in five months. 
at the start of last season. Yeah. He, he's a, he's an asset for the Premier League. He he really really suits the way that they play, and that's why Nuno likes him so much. Yeah. And that's why Nuno maybe doesn't look at his goal scoring record. You know, he looks at the way that he um, unlocks doors in that final third for the likes of Cav- Cavalero, Costa, and Jota to to do their thing. Yeah. Because the, Cavalero, Costa, Jota need to be fed the ball in good areas. That you know, they need defenders need to be moved out of position for them to find the space. Mm-hmm. And Bonatini's somebody that, that does that. Um, a couple of uh, last ones then. Um, a lot of people are asking, are you concerned about Wolves' lack of transfer activity at this stage of the season? Or do you think they're absolutely fine? Or would you have expected them maybe to have signed a midfielder or a striker by now? Or do you think do you think it's it's still too early with the World yeah, Cup and everything? I don't know. Well, we touched on this earlier in the podcast and, and in the last one as well. You know, it's um, they've said time and again at the start of the summer. It's going to be difficult. Mm. It's going to be a slow summer. The market hasn't, still hasn't picked up yet. And when's so, the deadline? Transfer deadline? Uh, August the 9th. Okay. So there's still plenty of time. Plenty of time. They're, they're, in, they're in a good position for me. I can see why fans get worried because fans do. But yeah. I, I don't think there's any, any issues. They, they know when they need to strengthen. If they don't strengthen these areas, then it's a problem. But I'm sure they will. Okay. We'll finish off with this one. I like this one from I Am Glove. I Am Glove. Tim Nathan, who do you think will be the surprise player of the year? Who will be the surprise player of the year? I've got a feeling that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not, I don't know how much of a big surprise it is, but I, I think Cavalera is going to really become a bit of a star this season. If, if they keep him. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's rumours of him going, but I, honestly, I think, I think he's Wolves' most creative and most explosive forward player <laughs> on his day. Consistency has always been his bugbear. Yeah. He, I don't think, I don't think, you know, the neutrals will look at Neves and Jota as being Wolves' best players, yeah, and perhaps Bolly as well and Cody. They won't, won't perhaps think, and people might not know who Cavalier is really. Mm. I think he's really going to make a name for himself this year. I can see that happening, um, and I, and Gibbs White as well. Um, I think a lot of people expect him to be on the fringes. I think he's got a more prominent role to play than just be a fringe player. And I think I think he could um, because <laughs> because he's young in English, he'll get a lot of attention as well. So yeah. if he if he were to do something in the Premier League, he could become a bit of a star as well. Which I think he can. He's got the potential to do it, and you see him maturing now. He's he's always kind of looked like a kid who's been given a chance. He but was a guy out there today. He was a man out there today, wasn't he? You know what I mean? Confident with the ball. I mean, he didn't more, even look like it. Yeah, but more the way you see him around the group and around the players. He looks like he fits in with them now. He's part of the team. Yes, he's part of the squad. He's been in and around it for eighteen months. But yeah, in the past, he, he's looked like a kid who's who's been trying to prove himself and thrown into the squad and probably sits in the corner on his own in the dressing room maybe a bit quiet and shy that's no, not the case now taking he, the mick out some of the players having a bit of a laugh and a joke and he's, he's part, part of the boys that's it he's, he's become more, more part of the first team and you can see him maturing on the pitch as well and growing in confidence he was really breaking out the final third today I thought he looked great so um, I think you can do something this year I'm, yeah. really, I'm tipping him uh, I would say um, if it's someone who's a bit of a dark horse um I think Courtney Hawes might shock a few this season, potentially with Miranda going, if they don't sign another another centre-back. And even if they do, with injuries in the season, I think he'll get a chance. And I think he was very unfortunate. I think he was probably the most unfortunate person in the squad last season to, to not play um, under Nuno, really, at all, apart from the other cup game. And I think that um, he's still got something that, that can be, you know, that... that that can do pretty well at Molyneux. I think that he's a good player and I think that you know maybe the Premier League might be the making of him. I think he's ready for the Premier League. I think he was ready to be a Championship regular last season and I think I think he could have played a part in Wolves' title winning team. Yeah. And I agree with you, he was the most unlu- unlucky player last year. It, he'll need injuries to get in, but mm. but 
um, like I said, Wolves, Wolves did get pretty lucky with injuries last year. I know they worked hard on it on injury prevention, but they, they did still have a slice of luck with it as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, Miranda's gone. We'll see. We'll see if they sign a centre half. If they do, it's bad news for Horse. But if not, he could get an opportunity. Okay. We, we saw against Man City away last year. What he could yeah. do. Yeah. He was super supreme that day, keeping out Aguero, Sterling, Jesus. And I think he's still rated highly, especially amongst some of the some of his even fellow players. You know what I mean? So. I think that he could really do something special. At. He, he's got all the attributes and he's got a nice habit of slotting into a team and instantly playing well. He's not the kind of player that needs five to ten games to yeah. warm up. We, we've seen it, I remember, Anfield, Liverpool away, Stoke away in the FA Cup. Under to make Paul, it under, so easy at times. Stoke away in the FA Cup under Paul Lambert. He, he, he came in from nowhere and produced a very short performance. And it was the same against Man City last year. So he's got that ability, which means he's a great person to have in the squad. Mm, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, thank you for the questions. Thank you very much. Um, when's our next podcast, Tim? I'm trying to think um, now. Ooh, maybe June. Post either post or pre Ajax. I'm not post sure or pre Ajax. Yeah, we'll let we'll let you know on that front. But there will be one next week. So happy days. Um, and I will also in the next podcast be announcing the fantasy Premier League code for the new season. I will also be letting you know details about the um, people who finished the fifty-two or fifty-one people. I think who finished above me and you in the fantasy Premier League and, and how they can claim their free coffee and also the top three who we were buying lunch for and the winner who we will be having on the podcast pretty soon. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you listen to next week's podcast and we will let you know all those details. Right, 40 minutes in, couple of things left. First of all, it is time for Abuse of the Week. Abuse of the week. <laughs> Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. <laughs> It's Abuse of the Week. It's Tim Smith. I say Abuse of the Week. We, we had a podcast um, on Thursday for you. This podcast is on Saturday, so it's only two or three days apart. And yet we've still got abuse in that time, mainly from today. Timothy Spears. What's the abuse, Tim Spears? Uh, it's, not, it's not the worst. Um, you, you know, peeps, you've you got you to gotta do better. Oh, Oh, you, or, you try, try and challenge people. Or worse, okay. as it were. Okay. Yeah, I've I, I got a lot of friendly carry-on style banter Right. for, um, for that Unfortunate mishap where that woman's yeah, unfortunate uh, inverted commas mishap woman's derriere was in that was in that picture. So yeah, it just got called a pervert a lot for that one, but it was all it was all fun. It was all all fun, all, all good fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did stick out a tweet earlier. So Wolves won the Uren Cup today, the historic Uren Cup, which had been running since the early nineteen sixties. Mostly been a Swiss competition over the years, but yeah, more recently foreign teams involved. Final were there this year. Galatasaray won it in the past. Stuttgart as well. Anyway, two English teams have won this before. Mm. Ipswich back in 1963. Right. Back, uh, yeah, you were born, wasn't it? Wow. Uh, 1963. <laughs> and Stoke in 2017. Yeah. Uh, both of those teams were relegated a year later from the top flight. Mm. So the only winners of the only English winners of this cup have been relegated. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't alert people to that. I'll put it to the people's just, attention it, when everything's going so well. It's a fact. Yeah, but it's not just, but, but, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't tweet it, would you? People like facts, and it's a fact. So I'll put it out. Oh, so people, people, people like it, did they? During the game today, uh, I don't want to piss on everyone's battered chips. Battered chips like that? I had to explain what these were to you the other day. Yeah, I didn't get that, no. It's a black country delicacy, and it's probably its finest. Black country day today? Yes. Yes, it is. Happy black country day. Happy black country day. It's um, 
What is it then? So go on there. So you just basically put like chip, fish, yeah. fish batter on chips, basically. Black Country Delicacy, it, it's finest export for me. It's slightly battered chips and they go crispy and yellow. Very slightly battered. But aren't, aren't cri- don't cri- crisps go, Sorry, what? Don't chips go crispy and yellow anyway? Chips. Chips. No, but they, they get this light coating on the outside. This, this so you put it in, like, literally butter. put it in the fish batter and then I don't know how, I presume so, yeah. I've never seen it happen. I just see the end result. And where do you get them from? Is that any local uh, chippy? Any chippy that's worth its salt in the black country, including one in Wombun, which is absolutely delicious. All year round they have crispy battered chips. Yeah, it's not a seasonal dish. Oh, I don't know. It might be Black Country Day and they serve it once a year. <laughs> What's about you? Uh, and also, if you go to the Black Country Living Museum, eh? which is bloody... Oh, Judah. <laughs> it's, I've never been. It's absolutely brilliant, this place. I'd like to go at Christmas time because see all the fake snow going. My, my missus has been, but I haven't been yet. I'd like it's, to go. It, the clues in the name, it's a living museum, so you've, right. you've got characters there. It's so all people like... are living there, permanently. <laughs> so um, so it's a huge place. Yeah. You've Can we got... go? Can me and you go? Down. Can we do... Let's do a two-shot at the Black Country Living Museum. So it's like Victorian time stuff. Right. You've got like a school... So you go in, you all yeah. have to sit down, you do a lesson, someone, someone gets the cane from the teacher, oh, hell they, they teach you like reading and writing and all this stuff, you get a little blackboard. You're a bad boy. So you, it's like you're in a lesson mm. in Victorian time. There's like a, a blacksmith's that's working there, there's right. shops that you can go in, old style shops, and, and the shopkeepers. Can you purchase stuff? And, and the shopkeeper, yeah, yeah, and the shopkeepers are all in character. Pear drops. And for, yes. <laughs> So it's so it's a living museum. Right. It's absolutely brilliant. They filmed Peaky Blinders there. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no. For God's sake. <laughs> uh, anyway, they've got this chippy where, where you can get beer battered chips. Oh, oh. these are bat- battered in beer. Right. They are sexy. Sexy. Yeah. Calorific. Yeah. Cut them after yeah. a cheese fondue. No, but it's it's a treat, man. It's a treat. Just you're, go. You're, Honestly, you need you need to invest yourself. Are these like scraps? No, because you're all about the future, the here and now, and oh yeah, wolves are great, wolves are we. Right. You need, oh, you, Charlie, Charlie. No, no, you need a history lesson. I want I want you, I want you. To, no, just 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 don't He's put in for me. I want you to I'm do gonna get with you two things for me. Okay. I want you to I go. Didn't, I'm not going to do it again. I want you to go to the black country. <laughs> <laughs> Very good from you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, don't milk it. Uh, yeah. Go on then, two things. Two things. I want you to go to the Black Country Living Museum. Alright, I'll do that. You're not going to. I will do it, I do want to go. No, I voice. swear on my life, I, I actually, it is on my bucket list. Not bucket list, but it's one of my no, to-do list. It is, I want to go, I'd like to go. Alright, if I entice you there by telling yeah. you that if you stick a couple of tweets out, you'll get 200 likes. No. Yeah, I bet you will. Yeah. If you if you go there, get, you your, get your camera out you straight away. You already did. Tweet a few pictures. Oh, you're embarrassing. You'll get 200 likes. Uh, that, so, that'll so, make you Says the guy says, I don't get out of bed for 500 likes. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that once. Yeah, it's quite good though. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, so I want you to do that. Yeah. The other thing, which I think you actually will do, yeah. I want you to go to the Wolves Museum uh, and yeah. learn about the history of this club. You're all about, oh, Nuno, 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 Zenga, Zenga. Zenga. Right, you need to know Premier. more. You need to know. The, his, the, the museum's fantastic. It's the best football museum I've been to. I'm extremely I've biased. seen the trophy cabinet in the reception. Right, well um, done. You need to know more than that. You go to the museum. You can spend two hours there. Learn all this interactive stuff to do. There's all, all right. the trophies there. Learn a bit about Wolves' history. All right, I'll learn a bit about Wolves' history. 
like it. Oh, you, and you can do a little feature while you're there, actually. All right. I don't want to talk shop on the podcast, but I mean, nice little video feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, good stuff. Happy days. Right, okay. Um, Are you committing to that? No, I, I, will say, I will promise you, I will promise you now, that you'll hand try. on heart. No, you can give me any kind of forfeit you want. If I haven't done both of these before... October the first. Hey. October the first. Okay. Then I will do any kind of forfeit that you 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 so desire. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Okay. I'll go with you. Okay. Take you your missus. Take... You just want to get out of the office, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Take your missus to the Black Country Limousine. Well, she's been. Like she's it. been. She's taken. She's taken fa- she visiting take? family oh, right. over there. But um, I'm as yet to visit. Okay, we'll go. Okay, sounds good. Be a battered chip, say. Right, um, so finishing off, obviously, you know, we're just looking at the, the tour as a whole. We've been here since last Sunday. We've got to be up early, early tomorrow. What time do we need to leave here? Six, we need to be up at six tomorrow, basically. Yes, we do, yeah. So we've got, we've got a two-hour two hour drive to Basel before we drop the car off, which is no scratches, so to speak, so far. It's been okay. So far. I mean, um, you've tried your best. I've tried my best. <laughs> Front-on collision potentially. You've hit the curb at least three times. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I haven't looked at hubcaps to be fair, but they didn't come round and, and check it with us. So the scratches were there before, Mister. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that kind of scenario. Good point. Um, and then we're back on Sunday, so we're back in the office on Tuesday because we're going to have a day off to um, chill out. So looking at the trip as a whole, like you said before, it's been very, very successful from loads of different reasons. Um, but I've asked you to come compile your top five. Players of pre-season and who are this tour, who has impressed you? So we'll, we'll, we'll save the best for last, Tim, and we'll do a bit of bully. So, number one, in one. Well, I wish you'd asked me before the podcast. Ah, come on. You know, <laughs> briefed you before, man. Reverse order. In reverse order, in one. Well, wouldn't it be in five? Put in five no, in... because I'm one doing one. So number five is going to be the best one. It's going to be a bully special prize. Okay. In one. Uh, Connor Cody's been... Connor Cody. Very good. Very loud. Uh, honestly, this guy today... Uh, did, I, hope, <clears throat> I hope they put that this this match out after Watershed, because, I mean, goodness me, we could hear him from here. Yeah, he was swearing like a docker. He, he was. was. He was He was really, really going for it. His <laughs> communication is absolutely outstanding. Mm. But he's been he's been very solid. He hasn't had a, a huge amount to do defensively, but he's been, yeah, solid as a rock. Him and Bolly, well, all of them, actually... <clears throat> but yeah, Cody stands out just because he's so bloody loud. Honestly, he's such a communicator. But in particular, the way he's, he's encouraged the young players as well, it's been very good. Um, he's he's just such a strong presence around this squad now. Um, this um, this has been the making of him, this move mm. to centre-half. Mm. He's, uh, he's a natural-born leader, a real character around the group, and such an asset to Wolves next season. Oh, I really look forward to seeing how he gets on. Hopefully he'll thrive. I think he will. In two... Two. Uh, who else did I say? Oh, come on, Rafa Mir. Two games. Rafa Frank. Two, hang on, Ryan Bennett's playing the guitar here. Yeah, Bennett, I've seen Bennett play the guitar, it's useful. Is that it? He's gone live on Instagram. Just now, where is he? Are they home already? He must be home already, yeah. Oh, yeah. Irish. Irish. Ooh. Oh, Bennett's got a little bit, have we? Oh my CL. God! We love you, Ryan! Ryan! <laughs> oh no, keep it.
it going. I like it. Ryan Bennett. Wolverhampton Wanderers. What have you been taking it all for? Oh, I was enjoying that. Keep it going, can we? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a torch on. Okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm quite impressed. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite fancying. <laughs> right, let's take it on. Rafa Mir. Rafa Mir. Miraculous week. What? Miraculous week? Miraculous. Okay. Oh, miraculous. Oh, he's got it. Uh, got you, he's got, got it. it. Okay. Big Frank. But it's, no, yes, a miraculous week. Mm. Two two goals, two that games. That music interlude was brought to you by Ryan Bennett, Wolverhampton Wanderers defender. <laughs> He's um, taken them both very well. Showed good composure today. He ran, rounded the keeper and then took himself a little bit wide, but he, he stopped to put it in the corner. Well, yeah, because he hasn't got left foot. No, but he, what, what he's done is he's finished it off. And I know it's a one-on-one, but Brighton Bacari's missed another one-on-one mm. today. Costa missed one as well, but, but Brighton Bacari's, you know, renowned for this. So, yeah. so Rafa Mir... Well, Ian Bacar can learn a bit from Rafa Mir. A good finish earlier tonight. Nice little volley from a corner. So, yeah, as, as earlier discussed in this podcast, he's had, obviously had um, a tough six months. So, good to see him doing well. Well, he turned up after he said he's got no future at Wolves. He's not listening to this anymore. <laughs> in three. Who else has done well? Oh, come Who on, man. I've given you this. I've given Ryan, you this Giles, Ryan, Giles, Ryan Giles. Ryan Giles. Ryan Giles. Did very, very, very well the other night against Basel. Um, he was a menace down that left wing beat his man a few times decent end product quick um, I think he's I think he's regarded obviously he's the same age as Gibbs White but he's kind of coming up in a different age group if you will because he's been with the under te- under 18s last year and he's he's regarded as a, pretty much the, the cream of the crop in that group um, and he's starting to show it now I mean he did so well at Telford last year to go from under 18s straight to men's football is, is quite unusual you know you normally got the under 23s there first but he's gone straight to men's football at Telford, done extremely well. Uh, seven assists and two goals in nine games, which is great. Hit the ground running. It's often difficult to get to, get to the lower leagues, you know, for, even if you're at a club like Wolves and, and make an impact, so um, non-leagues even. So he did very well. Anyway, he's come, Academy Player of the Year. Fantastic interview with him the other day. I really hope people enjoyed reading it. If you haven't, I'd urge you to read it, not because I've written it, but because Ryan Giles' words are extremely um, mature uh, and well thought out. Very eloquent guy. So yeah, have a read of that if you haven't seen it. It's on that website. Um, and he's had a very good week. The, the, the game today against Young Boys, he was more defensively minded, mm-hmm. but he was very solid, kept his shape, kept his organisation. And hopefully we see him again. I, you know, we don't want him to disappear now. I'd like to see him again this pre-season. And if Barry Douglas is injured for a little bit, then we will see him again because Ruben Vanagra is still away for a few weeks mm-hmm. with uh, Portugal under-19s at the under-19 European Championships, which run to the end of the month. So if Douglas is injured, Giles is the left back at the moment. So but good for him. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he deserves it. Um, in four. Uh, we've already mentioned him. Morgan Gibbs White had has had a very good um, week. Looks very mature. I mean, it, it, he's in pole position for that central midfield spot. But it, it, in in the fact that he's got the shirt, hasn't he? Um, mm. Because Sace has been away after the World Cup, and you know we don't know what condition Sace is going to come back in. So at the moment, it's, it's Gibbs White's shirt, and uh, I suspect he'll get another few chances before the preseason is done. He was very good at breaking from central midfield today, set up a couple of chances, set up a goal, really kind of bursting into that final third, getting to the byline as well he was. It's very impressive. That won't be the case in the Premier League. He, he probably he was given a licence to do it today. It wouldn't really be the case in the Premier League because all of a sudden you'd leave Neves completely isolated in central midfield on his own. I suspect Nuno will want his two central midfielders more more to sit there and have protection to the back three. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're busy tweeting Jackie Oatley. I wonder what you were doing. 
Sorry, she just said, well, she just asked, she listened to the podcast, <laughs> to the podcast on, the way to, uh, on the way back. No, but we was trying to concentrate on doing the next one here. Sorry, okay, go on. So he's saying that this one's good. So he did very well. He, he, he's um, nailed down to start all the cup games next year. And you could have ten, you could have 10 games there. Carabao Cup, FA Cup, check a trade. Yeah. You could you could be looking at 10 games there, which is which is a quarter of the quarter of the Premier League season. So you could be looking at starting all those. And like I said earlier, I think you can make an impact in the Premier League as well. well if, if the Premier League started tomorrow... Would, yeah. he, would he be starting for you? Well, he has no one else to play, is there? Okay, well... Mm. So... No, what... That's, but that, oh, right. yeah. he's, he's coming because he's coming back. No, if... Well, I guess you mean what's my team for the August the yeah. 11th? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, mean, I guess No, so. Sace is still in at the moment, but Morgan White... Morgan Gibbs White is on the bench. Okay. 100%. So those are the top four. And Bully's special prize... Yeah, Cavalera. Even Cavalera. Oh, hey. dude, hey, oh. You know, really impressed with this guy. He was he was um, the best player on tour last year. Him and Conor Cody were the standouts last summer in Austria, mm. and then and then of course Cavalier started the season on the bench bizarrely because of that red card he picked up mm. at the end of the previous season. But anyway, he's, he's at it again. He's he's been a star preseason. He was very good. The Even though he looks miserable at times, Calf. No, he does. He does. And I think you know he's got a bit of an attitude on him, and certainly a bit of arrogance about him, which is no bad thing when you're a creative forward. No. So he's um, he's had a very very good week. Uh, I'd say eight out of ten both games. Do you know what I mean? And today, yeah, he scored one, set one up. Looked very busy, creative, yeah. and um, yeah, as as we said earlier, it, it could be his season. Very good. Could be Wolves' season, Tim. It is Wolves' season. Uh, all things going well so far. It's been an excellent tour. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Got to travel back with you tomorrow. And explain to the peeps what your what your journey is tomorrow. Oh God. Oh. Well, I drove. Drove. We flew from Luton. And I drove down to Luton, so my car's at Luton. And we get into but, we're flying to. But we're getting into bloody Gatwick, aren't we, tomorrow? <laughs> so I've got to get a bloody train to Luton. Gatwick, well, yeah, Gatwick Express Gatwick, to Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, then, and then drive home from Luton. Are we, but, getting, um, are we getting to Luton from Victoria? Train. Right, is there a train from Victoria to Luton? It's like a two hour journey in total just to go and get my bloody car. Oh, man. Oh, no, not great. But I was at risk of missing the World Cup final, so that's, no, that's, no, not, that's no, the sil- silver lining for. England being yeah. I'll watch, would you will you watch it? Would you watch World Cup final? Yeah, yeah. I'll watch I think it. I'll watch. I'll, yeah, I will watch it. Yeah. I want France to win, though. I think. Uh, it, it's not nice. It's never nice if if the team that beats you goes on to win it. No, especially Croatia. Because you'll just be like, what might have been? Yeah. Well, they will be anyway because they, sh- they should be in the final. But you've got to support France, surely. I mean, I am French, sort of. Are you going? Anyways, BS. Fondue. <laughs> yeah, that's where the, the spear's name hails from. Oh, really? Have you got like a shield of coat of arms? Yes. Oh, excellent. Maybe you can share that with us and the peeps next time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't need to show me. I'm not that bothered. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got it on my phone, but I should show you next time then. Right, we don't know whether they're going to be uh, next podcast will be before or after Ajax, but it will be at some point next week. We will let you know and we'll also let you know the fancy Premier League codes. Um, hope you've enjoyed all the shenanigans this week. Um, we shall hear from you and we'll speak to you next week from Tim, from myself. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>